Yeah, look, the giant chicken's Boba Fett. It is useless, Theseus. Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. <laughs> the giant chicken's Boba Fett. That always gets me. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. It is Thursday night. Welcome back to the GNN Cantina Happy Hour. Pull up a stool, grab you a drink, and come have some fun with us as we talk Star Wars. I am your host, David. Welcome, welcome. We're glad you're here. We're glad you're watching. With me, as always, is my co-host, Miss Debbie. Well, she wasn't here last week, but Miss Debbie is here. How are you tonight, Debbie? We're glad you're back. We're glad you're back. We're glad you're feeling a little bit better. We hope you're feeling a little bit better. Also... (laughs) It's working. It's working. Also with us tonight is Cam from Cam and Focus. How are you this evening, Cam? Doing good. Doing good. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm this side of the daisies, so I must be okay. Utini. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Also with us tonight is Mr. Andrew. Andrew, how are you this evening? I am doing well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to talk about Rebels this for for real this time. We're going to talk about Rebels. Finally. <laughs> Debbie is here to keep us on track. But before we talk about Rebels, um last week we looked at the uh the tweet from Empire magazine. It said, "Hello there." We kind of gave our thoughts on what that could mean. Hello there. And then tomorrow at 4 PM or something like that. We kind of gave our thoughts. They have released that now. And it is some, some big news. Did, did anybody else catch what it was? Mm-hmm. Isn't it uh, the Phantom Menace coming mm-hmm. back to theaters? Phantom Menace coming back to theaters for May the 4th yeah. weekend this year. I honestly, I'm going to go see it, but I, I hope that they do this every year to where they release I mean, I think this one this one's for an anniversary, right? Are we on a 25th. 20, 25th for this one? So maybe they won't do it every year. But for the Phantom Menace, I remember back in, uh, gosh, I think it was February of 2012 because it was right before Disney bought Lucasfilm. And they had released the Phantom Menace in 3D. And you could go to the theater, you could watch it in 3D, and ideally what they were going to do was release one a year for six years, basically, up until 2018. And they were going to release one in 3D every year. And then, of course, Disney bought Lucasfilm and all of that got put on the kibosh. So Phantom Menace was the only one that got released in 3D, which was kind of disappointing. But I did get to go see it in theaters in 2012. So... Yes, I went to see The Phantom Menace again in theaters 13 years after its release. And this was at a time, too, when the original trilogy was the best thing ever made. Uh Uh-oh, we lost Andrew. No! (laughs) He didn't exist the first go around. (laughs) Uh, You know what? We'll uh, we'll ask him when he comes back. I'm sure he's going to pop back on here. Andrew, maybe let us in. <laughs> Andrew, did you not send your parents off to the movies tonight? They're up there sucking your bandwidth. Oh, maybe not. Can you hear us? Echo, echo, echo. Echo. No, that was Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, are you there? Well, maybe oh, not. No. <laughs> so, Andrew needs to send... We, we've decided that Andrew needs to send his parents to the movies on Thursday night so that they don't suck his bandwidth. And let's try again. Andrew, are we there? Oh, nope. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's only when we go live that he has a problem because backstage, 
we were no issues just fine yeah you guys are chatting for 10 minutes no problems and then we go live and he can't stay on <laughs> all right we're gonna try one try try one more again that's a is it is it like dial up he can't he can't stream when someone else is streaming andrew are you there marie can you hear me Hi. yes Hello. we can hear you ah there you go okay Okay, I don't know so, what happened. My signal just decided to give out, and everything froze. And I was like, "Uh-oh!" So somebody uh -oh. somebody posted uh, a comment just for you, Andrew. Nerfnet two thousand. Um, this is referring, of course, to the Phantom Menace. Ian, yeah. Are you gonna go because you didn't exist on the first go around? <laughs> the first time Phantom Menace came out, being. <laughs> That is, uh, yeah, that's Ian from my book club. Awesome, awesome. Hello, Ian. How are you? So. No, it's my fault. We learned at Red 5 stream that I'm a disturbance in the force. Outstanding. Cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's talk about Rebels, shall we? Let's talk about the old masters. Um, this episode to me had a lot of potential. It could have been really good, but again, it was as I'm watching it. As I watched, I watched it again today. I watched it for our show last week, and then I watched it again today. And as I'm watching it, I looked at it and I was like, "This is really." I mean, this could have been a good episode, but it was really. I don't know. I just I kind of thought it was. It was. I don't want to say dumbed down because that's not a good, that's not nice, but I think it was uh, probably a little tamer than it should have been. Yeah. Yeah. A little more kid friendly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was well, a lot of like Wilson Fisk and Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to, to be fair, this was the first episode that really established that there are legitimate stakes in this story. Uh, so, in, in order to not put the target demographic off too much, they kind of had to transition into those darker themes a bit more easily. You know, as, as you get into, you know, seasons two, three, four, you know, it, it gains a bit of, it gains a bit of momentum. But, but here they, they had to tread a little bit lighter because, I mean, the, the, the show is still young. I mean, this is only episode five, so... I think any show, any show that's worth its salt is is you can really say the first season is is good, but it's not the best season because it's still trying to find itself, and it's still trying to get into that groove. Like like I really, I think uh, uh, I was watching The Big Bang Theory, and they they there was one episode where Raj and Sheldon were hanging out together, and they were talking about uh, Hannah Montana, and. He says, give me some DVD copies of all, all the seasons of Hannah Montana. And he says, no, 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 no. Just skip to season two because it didn't really find itself until season two. And I was like, you know what? With any show, there's really a whole lot of truth to that. Mm -hmm. To where, you know, that, that first season, you, you might go back and watch it just for nostalgia's sake. But you'll be like, oh, this was horrible. Why did I like this? And then it <laughs> gets into the second, third season. You're like, oh, all right. Oh, yeah, all right. It's building on itself. So... Well, so, and season one did have some some really good episodes. Uh, I mean, obviously, we'll talk about that when we get to them. But I mean, as far as good episodes to meh episodes, I'd say, I'd say it was like a 30 70 ratio, which for, which for the first season of a kid's show, that's not bad. Right. But this one, we had kind of a throwback to the Clone Wars. And we talked about this a little bit last week with uh, uh, Luminara being out there. Um, some of these series only have one season. That's because it wasn't very good. Some series only need one season. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with you here with the Ezra and Kanan, but I also think that when Maul was introduced into into it that's really kind of when it took off and you had 
you you really had a threat of of Maul being a he's going to turn Ezra to the dark side. I, it seemed like there was one episode, and I think it was in season two, where um, he ended up with the the Sith holocron. Ezra did. Yeah, Excuse that was me. the the very last shot of the of the season. Yeah, and he's like he's got this evil look in his eye. And you're like, oh, this could this yeah. this might be going a good way. I might I might enjoy this. Yeah, he uh, you know he activates the holocron. You know, and and you you pay attention to what Maul says, and he says, in order to activate the holocron, you have to think like a Sith. And then whenever Ezra opens his eyes, I mean, his eyes aren't red, but the reflection of the the light from the holocron is on his eyes and it makes his eyes look red. I'm just like, and I saw that and I was like, Oh yes, <laughs> It's going to get good. <laughs> oh, there's oh, Chewie. Went there. There's Chewie. Oh, yes. Chewie Yay! has arrived. Oh, the itch has Yay! been scratched. It's not a show until <laughs> Chewie. We had Utini. I need to start charging fees or something. You should make, make you should be, I was gonna say you should set up an OnlyFans site and just have you sitting in the camera and watch Chewie's butt cross. I bet that cat doesn't even pay rent. Come watch Chewie's butt. No, she doesn't pay rent, little bitch. <laughs> okay. Oh man. So anyway, so we get this uh, this old masters, and and basically it was a uh, we got to break into the jail, save Luminara because I don't trust I don't trust that I can train Ezra the way that he needs to be trained. And honestly, the, the scene right at the first of this, where he had him standing on his head and uh, Zeb and Chopper out there making fun of him and laughing at him and all this other stuff, that made me give some hope to the series because you know I've always thought well with Ezra and Kanan it kind of negates the whole a new hope part of Luke Skywalker's thing but then he gives Ezra that lightsaber and Chopper starts throwing things at him and he can't do crap he's not doing squat <laughs> he's getting hit every which way but loose and Ezra well Luke, when he got his hands on a lightsaber, you know, they with the blast shield down, I can't even see. And he missed it the first time, but the second time he was all over it. And he was like, ha ha ha. So Luke's a better Jedi than Ezra ever will be. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I've, I've said it. Well, I, that kind of goes without saying. <laughs> I mean, as a, yeah. Ezra's good. <laughs> but, the more but you he, know. He's not, he, he's not quite on that level. Yeah. He's not the new hope. He's not a new <laughs> hope. That's what I was getting. No. That's where I was going with that. He's not even the second hope. He's maybe playing C or D. But to, to something else, I've looked at it and I'm like, okay, if you're going to train him and you're going to have him do the whole stand on one hand thing and focus your thoughts and everything, maybe do it while the ship is landed on the ground, not while it's hovering above the sky i mean you're just as a parent you know when you're teaching your children to walk well you don't teach them to walk across ropes way up in the sea you teach them to on the ground you stay on the ground and that way if you fall you're not falling a long ways well the way that i see it um what we've seen many times in canon and, you know, even across legends and stuff like that, the, the force manifests itself through somebody much more readily whenever it's a life or death situation. So maybe Kanan was trying to emulate that. I mean, obviously this is the, it's, it's a stretch on my part to try and justify it in that manner. But uh, you know, for, for a kid's show, you know, where these things don't necessarily have to be justified to find enjoyment in it. That's kind of the way I look at it. Phil, are you saying it's like Deadpool then to where we're going to give him the injection and put him in a running through a series of stresses and that'll activate his mute, activate <laughs> his mutant ability or whatever. Hmm. I'm, I'm... Hi, okay. kitty. Well, maybe. <laughs> 
Well, and another thing, I don't think, at least this is the impression that I got, was Kanan wasn't confident in himself to be a teacher. No, he wasn't. I mean, he he lost his at a very young age, so... You yeah, know. well, you know, what, yeah. what does he know about being a teacher? Yeah, so he he's not well, confident. Hera believes in him, and she keeps pushing him to do it. And obviously, but you gotta believe in yourself. I mean, I I can have twenty thousand people telling me I'm good, but if I don't believe it or trust in myself, you are good, Debbie. No, but, uh, <laughs> twenty thousand people are lying. You can to do me. the backflip. <laughs> yeah, you can do the backflip, Debbie. You can definitely be a hermit if you want to be Debbie. <laughs> yes. I, I completely believe yes. that. If, if I had a sugar daddy, yes, <laughs> I, I would definitely become a hermit full time <laughs> and just do YouTube shows. Sorry, can't do sugar. Best I can do is sweet and low. <laughs> oh, Ew, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think a lot of the problems that they had early on in the first season was because Kanan didn't believe in himself or didn't trust himself to be. And that's why he was so insistent on going after or to go and rescue uh, Luminara. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, but Sorry, Debbie. Um, Ezra took it, of course, the wrong way thinking He's just Kanan, trying to get rid of me. Yeah, Kanan didn't want him. He just wants to dump him off. And, you know, I, it, a lot of miscommunication between those two also. <coughs> yeah, I mean, Kanan didn't really come into his own as a teacher until, un really until season three. You know, he, he, he taught Ezra how to fight, which was great. You know, you, you look at season two and, and Ezra's, holding his own against the Inquisitors pretty well. Um, but it wasn't really until season three where Kanan taught him about being a Jedi. Whereas in the first two seasons, he's teaching him how to be basically a soldier. Yeah. You know, j just like he was taught. And of course, Ezra's all, all about mimicking him and copying him. You've got the when they go to break into the jail or the, the prison and oh look he just jumped down there and took out those stormtroopers let me go woo and it's like <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what kids do. do that's what kids do they mimic their their heroes or their uh, mentors that's totally normal okay annoying but normal very annoying <laughs> And there was a lot of repeats in this one too, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, I get it. It was it was part of the 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 joke part of it, the joke aspect of it, to where um, we can't go in through the main landing pad because that would be or no, uh, we can't. We, we'll come in through the secret landing pad. Well, we can't do that. That would be crazy. Yeah, let's hope the Empire thinks so too. And then it's. Oh, well, the plans changed. We got to go out the mainland. That's crazy. Yeah, let's hope the Empire thinks so too. They just—I mean, it was wow. Does yours? They does the lightsaber and it's boom, boom, and it's spinning around. Oh, does yours do that? And then, of course, Zeb sees it. Oh, does yours do that? So, yeah. Um, well, actually, if you stop. If you want to take that one step further, if you if you watch the the full duel between Kanan and the Inquisitor from start to finish. Kanan makes the same sound like four times. Well, it's like he's. I, I, that, that harkens, I think. I think Jedi uh, lightsaber dueling is like um, is like playing tennis, to where you you have to do that. Like when you hit the ball, you have to. Wait, no, wait, no, it's, it's not just that. It's the same audio. Yeah. Oh, it's oh. the same audio, and, and it's not yeah. just. It's not just through that duel. If you want, like, like there are like probably five or six different scenes across the series where you hear hit where you hear that audio you know what you know what's really bad is that freddie prince jr that's all i probably, probably only got paid to say that once and then they just reused <laughs> it's like okay fred we we've blown enough of our budget on you, you in on here. you because you're gonna have to cut costs somehow <laughs> 
You're going to say this <laughs> once, and that's it. And then we're just going to use it a bunch of times over. Don't worry. You'll you'll still get a residual check. It's fine. But we're only going to pay you for that one time. Oh, that's like that Wellhelm scream that you hear in every freaking movie. What's wrong with and that? Everybody, oh, yeah. everybody can pick it out yeah. in every movie. It's yeah. hilarious. I wonder how much that guy got paid. Mm-hmm. It's always funny when there's like you're watching like a drama or a serious movie, and then that scream happens, and it just makes me laugh. And my family's like, "Why are you laughing? Because the scream." I'm not laughing because he's being murdered. I'm laughing because the scream. You know. So. And it's it's yeah. I think it happens once in every movie. At least once in every Star Wars movie. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, in every movie. uh, Yeah, it's it's all over. It's like. 80% 80% of all cinema has the mm-hmm. Wilhelm scream in there somewhere. I, I was, what was I watching? It's actually a requirement night? for Oscar nominations now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it must have Wilhelm scream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was watching something the other night and it just came out of nowhere and I started cracking up because I was like, well, there it is. <laughs> a mandatory Wilhelm scream. That, I, 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 don't know, I don't know if any of you have played Halo 1. But I uh, I vote that every Wilhelm scream should be replaced with the sound of one of the alien grunts dying. Whoa! Ow. <laughs> <laughs> or Roblox. Oof. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. How Omega mimics Hunter. Mm-hmm. Hunter. Hunter. And it's Omega. Omega. <sighs> and Hunter. Omega. I like the Kiwi accent. <laughs> okay. I think it sounds better. <laughs> <sighs> we have to heal. We gotta gotta bring in the Jawa, get us back on track. Lutini. Lutini. <laughs> um. Okay. So they they show up at the jail. It's not Luminara. The well, it is. It's her mummified. Yeah, it's corpse. her mummified corpse, who yeah. still serves. And I love the way he says that again. Oh, please. she she died, but she still serves the emperor well. And I'm like, oh, oh that's yeah. Her her bones <laughs> serve desecrated. He was so good. I mean, I think they should have brought him back to play the Inquisitor in Obi Wan. So J- Jason Isaacs. Jason yeah. Isaacs, yeah. yeah. I would mm-hmm. love that. Uh, I love I Jason wish they Isaac. had, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Instead, instead, they brought in Pop Rupert top. Friend, who starred in the Agent 47 movie that I love. Oh, yeah. Go watch Cam and Focus. <laughs> or, and watch his <sighs> Agent 47 video. God. He loves it so much. I watch. And love it. So. Uh, oh, do you? Do you? <laughs> Cam's yeah. gonna have a fist fight with you after this. Uh... <laughs> I'm just gonna send on the you a record, bunch of punch I'm just emojis. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jason Isaacs. I, I wish they would have brought him. That yeah. would have been awesome. He always plays a good bad guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Far from needing the jaw again. And of course they <laughs> they escape with the uh, with the help of the they they always seem to escape with the help of the animals. They never did say what they were. What were those things? I don't know. All I know uh, is that they were attracted. Called. The the frequency that that uh, Sabine's blocker was putting out was a mating call for them. Mm-hmm. What are the odds? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that was almost like a, oh, I never saw that one coming. <laughs> it's a, it's a, I'm, and I'm watching this. It's like, is this animal dry humping the ship? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. How you doing? It's like one of those things an adult would notice, but not a kid. Like, oh, what's that animal doing? Oh, look, it's playing with we'll it. learn one day. Yes, it is. Yes, it's it friends is. with the ship. They're just playing yeah. leapfrog. Leave them alone. 
Oh, He's not jumping high enough. <laughs> this isn't wrestling. <laughs> I wonder why they didn't get. Uh, you know what? Honestly, they probably couldn't afford him. That's probably what it was. <laughs> but they could afford <laughs> Rupert Friend. <laughs> God damn it. I hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Go to, go to Geek News Now official on YouTube and watch and see Cam's true feelings about the Hitman series. They're all videos are up. Cam in focus. Right now. Shameless plugs for you early on in the show. Yeah. <sighs> okay. All right. Next episode. I didn't even get to finish watching this one for the second one because... This one was, to me, this one was, I, I don't know if it's the military in me. I don't know. They're using Ezra undercover at a military academy to break into the Imperial headquarters. <laughs> Headquarters to get it, which it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand why. That's what they when use. I was in the army and I was in training, we never went to headquarters. We we stayed in our barracks where we were supposed to be and trained. Oh, but you guys get to go to headquarters. You're just little peon stormtroopers, but. Well, only if they won. They had to win the assessment in order to go to headquarters. I guess. Yeah, you know, it's it's like, oh, you, you, you yeah. won this raffle. Now you can go to the White House for a bit. <laughs> we had a um, w one thing I will say, and this was something I, and it's mainly the first season. This was something I didn't care for at all during uh, Rebels. Was um, the way that the Imperials are portrayed? I mean, they're just they're goofy. They're, I mean, they're almost to the point of silly, and it's like, no, this is not the way the you know the, you had the the in the first, well, I say the first episode, the the big the big series opener where they're stealing the fruit from the guy, and they're like, whoa, this is Empire, blah, 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 blah. and you know, it's they're like cartoon characters. It's like, yes, I know I'm watching a cartoon, Kids but show. I say Kids they show. are. <laughs> no, come <laughs> <Hello>. on. <laughs> Give us some seriousness to this, and then this one too, with the with the guys leading the uh, leading the uh, training of the stormtroopers. I'm just like, oh come on! It's... They're just the big baddies. They're just the big baddies. They're just the big baddies. <laughs> How are these people controlling the universe? They're goofy. <laughs> oh, it's awful! It's it's uh, you know what it's Oof. like. It's like watching the dwarves in the Hobbit movies. You know, you had you had those Lord of the Rings movies, and you had Gimli, and he was really cool as a dwarf. And then they make the Hobbit movies, and it's like you just made all the dwarves cartoon characters, except for Balin. We got to keep him, or not Balin, uh, Thorin. We got to keep Thorin looking cool because he's Thorin, like, yeah, he's the big, he's the big guy. You know, he's yeah. the so he looks good. He looks like he's a, he looks like a short Aragorn. The, Hobbit yeah. movies. the rest of them, they can all look like big bulbous noses oh. and. The, Funny hair and no right. and, see, and, and see, see, I wouldn't oh. care about that so much if they kept it consistent throughout through through the characters. You know, you know, if if you're going to establish mm -hmm. that dwarves look a certain way, then keep them looking that way. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of like I'm, the I'm, Ring yeah. of Power, where the they elves look, really didn't yeah. look like elves. <laughs> uh, hey, look! It's that yeah. one guy. <laughs> it was so yeah. I I never <laughs> did get through that series. <laughs> I didn't even start it. How's that? I think I got maybe three or four episodes <laughs> had, in, and I, I was just like, it. "What did you think of it, Andrew?" That's the halfway point. Uh, yeah, uh, it was okay. <laughs> about that good, huh? Average at best. <laughs> visually, though, production-wise, great. Like visually, it was great. Story-wise, I, 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 I heard that the oof. that the cinematography was really good, but I mean that can only carry your show yeah. so far. And I didn't like the music either. Yeah, I. It didn't really? have the the charm of. Yeah, 
That's true. Lord of the Rings music. Of uh, yeah, Howard well. Shore. I was going to say, unfortunately, Howard there's Shore. only one Howard Shore, and he did not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Did he, he, did he do the Lord of the Rings? Howard Shore? He did the main yeah. theme. He returned to do... He returned to do the Rings of Power main theme, but that okay. was it. He didn't do the whole score of the show, but he did do the main theme. So, and he was the one that did the original Lord of the Rings it. movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He made people look cool just walking by a rock, you know, like a boulder, you know. So you're do, like, do 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 do. <laughs> I got through the rings of That's power what twice in a row. On the treadmill. That's just what I call a box of onion rings from Burger King. Had two of them. You know that I use the Lord of the Rings soundtrack to motivate me to walk on the treadmill and run. Yeah. Oh, the Lord of the Rings. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, to this day, you have to listen to you have to listen soundtracks of all time. You got to listen to. Yeah. For for running on the treadmill, you need to pop in Weird Al Yankovic's polkas. Any one of his polkas. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you're gonna listen to something soundtracky like that, for me, you know, it's you've got to listen to the soundtracks in the shower. That's when I always listen to the soundtracks. So I have it playing in my office at work. I put up my Pandora and put it on my soundtracks and there you go. All John Sometimes Williams the all the time. <laughs> Mostly John Williams, Imperial but other, other stuff will come up, lock. you know, like Lord of the Rings or Avengers soundtrack. It'll pop up. Yeah. The, Star Wars. One, of, one of the big ones is portals <laughs> from uh, uh, Endgame. And that's when you know everybody comes through the portals, and Sam loves that one because oh, yeah. that has the the Avengers music to it. And mm-hmm. Avengers assemble. assemble. Honestly, I thought I think that my favorite soundtrack from the Marvel, well, well from the MCU movies. I mean, Marvel in general. I'd say that Logan probably has the best soundtrack, but um, the MCU specifically, I think that the Winter Soldier has probably my favorite soundtrack. I mean, Henry Jackman. I'm I'm not too familiar with a lot of his work, but he killed it on that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like the Guardian soundtracks, but because the Guardian soundtrack is all popular <laughs> songs <laughs> from when yeah. I was a kid. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, like basically, what basically what you're saying is, oh yeah, my favorite soundtrack is now. That's what I call Music 21. But but see, here's the here's the problem I have because. <laughs> The, the, the issue that I have, you're talking about two different things, because the issue that I have, and this happened to me back in 1989. In 1989, I watched Batman with Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson, and I loved the music. I thought the music was great, and I found the Batman soundtrack on cassette, and I was so excited. And man, I got that thing home, and I popped it in my Walkman, and I'm walking around bunch of Prince songs. That's all it was. Now, I've got nothing against Prince, but I found out then and there, I don't want the soundtrack. I want the score. That's what I want. Is I want the, That's what I wanted. I wanted the, mm-hmm. the musical score. I didn't want the Prince music. I didn't care about that. <laughs> I wanted the, the music. hard way. Yeah, exactly. So, from then <laughs> on, I was like, okay, anytime I buy something, okay, it's the score. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's not the soundtrack. <laughs> well, now, well, Guardians is Guardians different because now Guardians is the soundtrack versus the sc- I like the soundtrack. What well, well, was it? Batman Forever that had that one song by Seal. Yeah, my power, my pleasure, my pleasure. Kiss, kiss from a rose on a grave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And for, for for the first like twelve years of my life, I literally thought that that song was just a Batman song. I didn't know that it was like you know something you would come across <laughs> on the radio. Yeah, I thought I thought, oh hey, it's the Batman song. <laughs> this song's about Batman. Of course, I don't know why, but it is. <laughs> so, so, so like I think of that song, and immediately my brain's been conditioned to picture Val Kilmer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I always think of Jim Carrey <laughs> when I think of that one. <laughs> Him uh, sitting on that throne, <laughs> Edward Nigma. 
For if knowledge God. is power, then a god Ooh. am I. Was that over the top? I can never tell. It's great. Awesome line. Okay. Back to back to Rebels. Put the Jawa up. <laughs> Utani. <laughs> Utani. <laughs> um so so he meets these two friends. They help him through the to steal the the decoder. Decoder. Yeah, they're looking for a decoder. You're gonna have to help me with this one because <laughs> again, I didn't watch this one for this week's show. I watched it it's, last week. It's a decoder for the routes of some of the transport <laughs> ships oh that have uh kyber crystals. Oh, the that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The we're only brought, decoder brought, I care about is be sure to drink your oval teen. Son of oh. a bitch. Oval teen? <laughs> a crummy commercial. <laughs> nice. Oh, <man. laughs> yeah, because mom's like, he's got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'll be out in a minute for crying out loud. Do you know where he heard that word? He heard it from your son. <laughs> what? 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 What did what I, I do, do mom? mom? What did I do? <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 2. Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean was really good, yeah. Well, fun fun, fun fact, though. Hans Zimmer actually didn't uh, compose the score for the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Hey, yeah, I, I, he... He composed the main theme and gave it to the actual composer. I forget who, uh, what their name was, but yeah, uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't think Hans Zimmer came in to fully compose the score until from two onward. So from uh, Dead Man's Chest and yeah, um, World's End. I'd have to look that up. I don't. Know. I like that. Well, don't don't get me wrong. I like it. Yeah. I oh like, yeah. I love the score. Not a not a huge huge fan of the movies past the first one, but the score yeah, but the, is really good. Um, oh yeah. yeah, I mean the 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 score for the Pirates movies is iconic at this point. Yeah. It's it's one of those ones where you know a you, funny story you, real quick about Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say a funny story real quick about Pirates. Uh, when my sister and I were watching that series for the first time, I got the titles of one and two mixed up. And I thought two was one. And so we started watching it. And we got about 30 minutes in. And we were both like, this movie makes no sense whatsoever. You watched it yeah. backwards. I was like, why is he getting arrested? <laughs> yeah. And my sister went is this the second one? And I went, I don't think so, but I can check. And I checked and I was like, oops, it is. Let's start the first one now. <laughs> Who the so hell is Jack Sparrow? And we were like, oh, this, this is, is really good. Marvosa? Yeah. What? We were just like, yeah, we were just like, what? what's going on? This makes no sense. And so, there you go. Anyway. <laughs> we do a whole show on Pirates of the Caribbean, but we won't. Utini. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody for next week's show, bring your stuffies. Bring your bring your Star Wars stuffies. All right. I oh, Debbie's got there her. I grab Mine's in the other well, room. I have a shit. Oh. Barely see him, but there's Chopper. Oh, yeah, you do have Chopper. You do. I've seen Chopper before. But I do have I have an R2D2 plushie and some other plushies. I've got, got a, I've got a Lego Darth Vader plushie and a Lego Grogu plushie, but they're hiding somewhere. I don't know where they are right now. Um, on my shelf here. So, oh, actually, no, no, you know, you know, it's over here. I have. You might not be able to see it that well because it's kind of dark, but I have. Have asthma, Kylo Ren, Darth Vader, and a Sith trooper. Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute! I got it. I know what I have now. <laughs> oh, and I have Cal Kestis. This is becoming a show and tell. Yes, it is. Ooh, I have a cool. Boba Fett thumb drive. I have got. <laughs> nice. I have a stormtrooper one too. I've got a 1980s Wicket, and I also have a 1980s Princess Kenesha. 
I have a uh, I have a very very tiny star killer. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I like that. Oh my cat, my cat has a couple of cat you toys. Have a cat. <laughs> Uh, she has a <laughs> Millennium Falcon cat toy and a TIE Fighter cat toy. Wow. Oh, and I think a Death Star te- uh, toy, too. Yeah, but I, I don't say that. A, that makes uh... me feel old. Do you know when I got that, <laughs> that girl Ewok? When I was a kid. <laughs> Travis, Just, you made uh, me feel old. The other day, old. I Thank won you. a uh, Star Wars. I won a uh, Black Series Wrecker. Nice figure. Oh, so, oh, oh! I should have it by next week. I can show it. Yeah, oh, nice. I won it in a giveaway, so. Yeah, I, I have a yeah, few Black have Series it. figures, It'll but be here next they're, week, they're all they're on display. They're not. I don't. Uh, they're not out of their boxes. <laughs> so that'll anyway, be my first Black Series. Yep. Back to Rebels. <laughs> I love the I, you are. I love the idea of uh, him climbing up into the vents to get the decoder. And don't worry, I'm training to be a Jedi. And it was like, let's <laughs> <laughs> just it out everywhere. Yeah, let's just <laughs> advertise it, shall we? Can we wear a sign that says "Jedi Trainee"? <laughs> Well, well, that's the first rule of being any kind of hero. You have to make sure that everybody knows what your secret identity is. <laughs> I guess. Ezra can be a little, well, a lot arrogant. So that kind of tracks with him. Yeah. He has to brag about something. And Elementary. wasn't this, well, wasn't one of, as I, I didn't get the chance to rewatch this episode before, this, before doing this. Uh, wasn't one of the cadets wedge no no yes. no one could uh could oh. cadet was zara and the other one was jai okay and well, wedge and shows up later i forgot episode, when i think wedge shows up again yeah, later yeah. yeah but the and uh, and one of these the other one oh. <laughs> what was that i i, I didn't realize <laughs> my ray actually talks oh <laughs> I was wondering. I heard something about the droid, and I was like, "What oh, the yeah. world?" <laughs> Doesn't I know one of the cadets shows up in Ahsoka? He's in the episode one of Ahsoka. It's like Kai or something like that. Oh, Jai probably. Jai, yeah, yeah, Jai or Jai, so Jai. Yeah, one of Jai. these. Or... One of besides Ezra, one of them is obviously to a possible force sensitive. Because that was the reason for calling the 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 headmaster of the school called the inquisitor and said, "Hey, there's two candidates ha- uh, here that I think you told oh, me very to keep impressive. An eye- yes, that you told me to keep an eye out for blah blah blah." Yeah. yeah. You know, are you force sensitive? He asked calmly. Did you put your name in the goblet of fire? (laughs) 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 I know when I I read that after seeing the movie and I went calmly. There was nothing calmly about that. (laughs) What are you talking about? Nearly nearly tackled him. And I love how. I, I I love how whenever Dumbledore grabs him, he puts his thumb on his jugular. Like uh, like, are you trying to choke him? Are you like doing a lie detector, a, or what are you it's doing? It's a Vulcan neck pinch. <laughs> Taking his pulse. How did he even understand Dumbledore too? Because he was like, "Hey, you put your name in the goblet of fire." Like, yeah, as as it's coming out of that beard, he, he just hears. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, professor, I didn't. But uh, I think the they left one of the guys. I don't remember which one. They left one of them in the academy. He's looking for his sister. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, and I think he pops up later on in the in the series as well. I think he they, does. They go back to the academy for mm-hmm. something or another. <laughs> oh God, I forgot the decoder. <laughs> 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 
And I, I was forgetting something. That was that was the other thing too, because uh, um, Kanan and Hera did they run off? They ran off to go do a mission or something. Did they get? They got the decoder and they're like, "Oh, we got to go like right now." You guys oh, just keep an um, eye on him. We're gonna. <laughs> you keep an eye yeah, on him. The, We're leaving. It's like well, they went after the transport ship. Yeah, yeah, the, the, kyber the one that had the kyber crystals on it, and I think they blew it up. Which yes, yes. that was horrible. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? But you know what, though? It, I, I like the idea. That was one of the things I liked about this episode was I like the idea of the Empire is looking for the Kyber Crystals. I don't think at this point, in fact, I know at this point, Rogue One had not happened. And I don't, I'm don't. i fairly certain Rogue One had not happened. No, no, so, not yet. No. Because no, this, this came out. In fact, I think this show actually even came out before The Force Awakens did. Force Awakens, yeah, it was 2014, yeah. So, um, so that being said, they've got, oh, well, we're looking for the kyber crystals. The Empire's looking for the kyber crystals. Why does the Empire want the kyber crystals? Of course, they're powering the, the Death Star. So, you know, everything ties together poetry, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> so, there we go. Next two episodes. Debbie, did we miss anything? Um, hold on. I forgot to flip my page. Oh, well, not whenever they're doing their training and they have to shoot the, uh, the pedestals to make them come out of the walls, that's probably the best aim we've seen from any stormtrooper. Well, then they, uh, you know the about? walkers. <laughs> oh, yeah, the walk, yeah. <laughs> You don't sound very happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not my walkers. Go out for Rogue One started getting referenced in Ken. I think the Poe Dameron comic was comic being one of the first showing <laughs> some of the Dark Trooper helmet. Um, was it Dark Trooper or Death Troopers? No, it's Death Troopers. Dark Dark Troopers were the uh, the droids in the Mandalorian. Yeah, the Death Troopers. I saw them. They were in something too just recently. What were they in? The Death Troopers. Yeah. Uh, were they in Mando season three? I feel like no, that was probably no. the last time that I saw them. Yeah. Maybe. Or, yeah. Or, Maybe oh, they were in season mm -hmm. one. They were in season because they were like uh, with when uh, uh, Gideon showed up at the end. Mm. Oh, that's right. I think they were there. Oh, when that's he, right. When yeah, he landed his Tie Fighter. Oh, that's Andor. Right. They were in Andor. You're right, Travis's Andor. Travis. Yes, they yeah. were in Andor. Yes. So yeah, very cool. And Andor has finished wrapping up. Woo! Principal photography or whatever you want to call it. Oh, but it's, uh, it's still not due after like next year though, right? I was going to say it's it's probably yeah. going to be at, at least like 10 months of reshoots, post-production, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it might be 20 when it comes out. I'm trying to think. Something oh my else God, you'll almost be old enough to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Almost, yeah. Definitely. I'll be, on, I'll be almost ready. ready to retire. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm not going to go that I way. hope to in two My more years. Might actually. My dad two might actually be close to retiring. So, did we miss anything, Debbie? <laughs> no, not really. Do, 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 do. That would be cool. Have Bodhi and Galen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that would certainly help. You know, help they to say, give context to his character. They say that this next season is basically gonna. When it ends, is when Rogue One starts. I think is some of the rumors that mm -hmm. I've heard. Actually, so I have a cool fact I learned recently about Rogue One. 
y'all might know this, but in A New Hope, when the it's the scene where they're on the Death Star and they're having that meeting, and it's like the guys are the Imperial officers are all talking, and Darth Vader's my favorite like, scene in the entire disturbing. in all of Star Wars. But yes, yeah. go ahead. So there's an empty chair at the table and at the time that was for the cinematographer to be able to film the scenes but in canon they've made it to where that, that would was, have been uh, uh what's director clinic it would have been clinic yeah that would have been his seat but he obviously wasn't there because scarab just blew up so hmm. interesting that's like the end canon that's like the end universe now for it that's like the explanation that's why there's an empty seat oh, yeah makes perfect sense yeah yeah i believe the first uh, i forget how many episodes are supposed to be in andor this year but um the first half is supposed to be the next year from season one and then the second half is supposed to be you know where it ends up with Rogue at Rogue one, one. Yeah. So I'm hoping to see some K2SO. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to see how he gets them. And... Some people have have a theory that that little droid that we see in season one, like they take something out of him and make him K2SO. It's what some people Maybe the oh. programming. I don't know. I don't know. K2SO yeah, like is, the program. is too sarcastic. Yeah. The little yeah, so, so droid was very just, just a theory. Yeah. No, don't take away from that droid. He was good by himself. <laughs> they did. They tried that with in Solo when they put what's her name in the Millennium Falcon. Oh yeah, L three. Oh, the civil rights oh, droid. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like her. Yeah. And the whole that Lando has a th a thing. I'm like, it's mm, a little weird. Yeah, that, the windows I didn't like at all. To, well, to, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't like the, the Indian windows either. But there was one line or, or one exchange, should say, between L3 and Kira, where you know Kira's like, "How would that even work?" Oh, it was like, "It works." <laughs> it works. <laughs> it's so silly, but yeah. it makes me laugh. I thought the. <laughs> The the one where yeah. she's uh, disarming the the gate. Don't look at me. I can't do it if you're looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I that was probably uh, my least favorite part. And I love Solo, the movie, but I, I yeah. just did not like the droid lady. Yeah. At all. Debbie was happy when she died, and even happier when they put her into the Millennium Falcon, <laughs> and she no longer had a voice. This is true. <laughs> That's I kind of thought of that when Secret Invasion came out, and you see Nick Fury's wife is one of the alien creatures, and I'm like, yeah. uh, "Does he know? Because if he does, scroll. that's weird." So, <laughs> scroll, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, if he knows that, that's that's weird. I'm like, hey, oh. hey, we do not, we do not condemn interspecies relationships. <laughs> On go, this show, go look at Nick Fury's web search history. You'll see in, interstellar milf. <laughs> oh my god! Oh boy! I hated L three, but I actually teared up when she blew up. Not because of her, but seeing Lando getting shot trying to get to her. Mm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, well, D Donald Glover played the part pretty well. Next week. It was he was on, he was on. So, all right, shameless plugs, Debbie. What do we got? Uh, Saturday will be Geek Gauntlet. Uh, Monday we are on an episode. No, Monday we're on hiatus. Oh well, sorry. Never mind. Uh, Monday after that. Well, good golly. <laughs> Tuesday, <laughs> Sith Dominion. They are still talking about uh, the different parts of the Sith Code. Bye, Bye Travis. Travis. Thank you. Bye, Thank Travis. you. Always Bye, good Travis. to have you aboard. Um, Wednesday, I 
well, I don't know if they're coming out. I thought because I watched their episode today, War of the Stars. Yeah. Uh, I think they're off next week. Um, so then it's back to us, Rebels, episodes seven, eight. Seven and eight. Or if you look on IMDb, I think it's eight and nine. But whatever. We'll figure it out. Okay, uh, Cam. Uh, have you got anything, shameless plug wise? Yeah, if you if you haven't seen my latest Cam and Focus, it's a little breakdown of one of my favorite scenes in Star Wars, which is uh, the death of Maul. Uh, Speaking of rebels, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, kind, uh, kind of a shorter video, but uh, yeah. I, I I discuss the uh, the nuance of the scene, why I feel like it's probably the best ending to Maul's story that he could have had. Um, and I think because I, 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 I've, I've been bouncing ideas for content around for a little bit. And I think that for a little while, I'm going to continue moving forward with my discussion of my favorite scene from this franchise, my favorite scene from this franchise, or maybe not my favorite scene, but a scene that I really love one that I enjoy coming back and revisiting. So I'm currently working on that, so I'm not I'm not 100 sure yet what the next one's going to be, because <laughs> I've got like seven of them off the top of my head that I could name. But I saw a good one, and it 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 made me cry actually. Um, and it was on TikTok, I think, and it was uh, the uh, the guy that played. Uh, it was from the Princess Bride, and uh, the guy that played. Um, Carrie Inigo, Inigo Montoya, Mandy, Mandy Packin. Mandy Packin. Oh, yeah. But uh, his son is like, I guess his son is active on TikTok and he brings his dad in and, and his mom and his mom. <laughs> and he was they, they somebody had put out a TikTok about their their father. It was her father and her father had died of cancer. And um, the line when he is. Uh, when he says, offer me anything, offer me whatever I want. And he says, anything that you want, all that I have and more. And he says, I want my father back, you son of a bitch. And then he stabs him. He was, Mandy was actually thinking of his father when he said that. Now, Mandy's father had died of cancer as well, just before that scene had been shot. And so that mm. wasn't directed at the, at the actor, it was directed at the cancer and being that her father had just died of cancer and she and her father loved watching the princess bride. That was, you know, if that story was true, she said, if that story was true, that just makes it even more special to me because I'm in the same boat. And then of course, Mandy's on there with his wife and they're talking about, yeah, that's absolutely 100% true. So very sad tearjerker TikTok, but so cool. Very cool. Just my thoughts. Yeah. Love Princess Bride. Great movie. Great movie. Sorry, honey. It's one mm -hmm. of my favorites still. Oh, I love so, that um, movie, yeah. Andrew, shameless plugs. Sure. Well, the main thing I want to plug tonight is earlier this evening, I was on the Red 5 Network YouTube channel for our monthly book club meeting we were giving our overall thoughts on Dark Force Rising by Timothy Zahn, a second book, Volume 2, in the original Thrawn trilogy. A lot of fun. Jeez, the episode was like hour 40 long or something like that. So We had a couple of those guys on earlier. That was a lot of fun. So, Yes, yes, Spencer and Ian. Yeah, they were... Uh, it was a lot of fun, so if you're able to check it out, you know, appreciate it. A lot of awesome. Fun. I, I forgot. I do have one more shameless plug. Go for so, it. February 24th, uh, I, I will be hopping on live to, uh, to interview uh, Richard Carter. He was an actor in Dune Part 1. Uh, he, uh, he was one of the Harkonnen soldiers. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know how familiar you guys awesome. are with the events of the movie, but uh, uh, he, he was one of the yes. Harkonnens that kidnapped... Paul and Jessica and took them away on the on the ornithopter. And when Paul and Jessica used the voice, oh on yes, them, yes, yeah, yeah, he he was the one that Jessica stabbed in the neck. 
something and uh it, he oh he's, yes yeah he's been in a whole bunch of different indie films uh i i i reached out to him because he's active in a group that i'm a part of and i you know said hey you know i'm part of geek news now this is what i do blah 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 let's um you know would you be willing to come on stream with me and he and he's 100 percent willing and so we had a nice back and forth and we ha were getting it set up for the 24th at awesome. uh at uh i but oh, well, awesome, it, it, it's, it's gonna be uh uh 8 p.m his time in the UK, which I believe will be 2 p.m. our time. Uh, I'm still working that out because I'm not good with time zones. But yes, that is coming on the 24th of this month. Awesome. What day is that? Is that a Saturday? Saturday. I think we're in the same Facebook group. Yeah. I think uh, I'm in the, that Facebook group too because I think I've seen him. Yeah, it's it, it's the uh, times, yeah. it, it's the Dune 2021 and 2024 group. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Awesome. Um, 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 other than that, I think we're done. We will be back next week for more Rebels. Y'all come join us. We will see you all next week. Y'all have a great, great week. Have an awesome weekend. We'll see you all next week. Enjoy your stuffies. And may the force be with you all. <laughs> Father. That was pretty wizard, wasn't it, son? What? I'm bringing it back! <laughs>